The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of Retro Pop. Today's forecast, a new episode. My name is Matt Johnson, your host, and joining me, uh, as always, every other week for our, our biweekly pop culture talk right here on the network at BICBP-radio.com, Mr. Johnny Townsend. Johnny, how you feeling? Thank you, Matt. Uh, as you can tell here, it's getting pretty rough. The rain's coming down. Uh, it's and the winds, the winds are just blowing me sideways, Matt. Uh, it, it's getting pretty rough and tumble here. Um, I, it's it's dangerous. So please do not leave your homes uh, if you haven't evacuated already. Uh, it's getting pretty hardcore, as they say. This retro pop podcast is just blowing me away, Matt. That was well done. Johnny, I think you have a future in meteorology. Thank you. I, I just want the audience to know who can't see this because we're doing this over Zoom. I even pretended like I had an earpiece. <laughs> you did. You did. Yeah, because I did. am dedicated to the craft. <laughs> You're a good man. You're a good man. Always ready. Ready, willing, and able for, to do the job. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, welcome, everybody. We're excited to have you with us for this very unique uh retro pop episode something uh that i'm sure many of you never this is the episode that many of you never wanted but uh (laughs) but i think we'll find some appreciation for at the end of the day we are talking about the weather channel today all right it's you know weather we deal with it all the time it's a it's a fun it's a fun little thing very uh unique i guess uh channel and i'm really excited to kind of talk about the history for it and uh yeah without further ado let's jump right into it let's get into our personal history with the weather channel coming up a look at your local radar but first the current local conditions the regional forecast all right johnny my friend i think i said it a couple weeks ago last time uh, mentioned that I've spent many, many hours, you know, one of the best parts of waking up as a kid or waking up to get ready for school is turning on the TV and skipping right past Cartoon Network, skipping right past Nickelodeon and have it heading straight to the weather channel. Got to get that local <laughs> on the eights. Yeah. Like any other kid you are. <laughs> <laughs> Move over Dexter's laboratories to local. It's time for the local on the eights. Uh, that's what it was. What it's one of those like little, just weird, like niche things, you know. And some of the stuff that I've liked to talk about here on Retro Pop are just aspects of life that are, uh, you know, at one point or another were a very important part, right? We've done the malls, we've done arcades, we've done, you know, so many different things. The Weather Channel was one of those things for myself. Every little, literally, any morning, mom, don't bother me, go see what the weather's like. You know, we didn't have phones back then, too. I was, you know, I went to school in the mid-90s and early, you know, throughout the early 2000s. I didn't have smartphones. So you you wake up, you turn on the local on the 8s, some 
wonderfully relaxing, smooth jazz that sometimes came off a little creepy would play. Uh, and it was it was just bright and you're almost like, OK, cool. I get excited. I used to get excited for everything. Oh, ooh, thunderstorms. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was just what I, you were like. I, yeah, I, I'm not gonna be able to keep a straight face through most of this episode, but uh, but yeah, that's really what it was like. That's it, there was, uh, you know, it was just like the staple of your morning. And, and to me, that's why it's so, so important. Obviously, I don't watch it anymore, but because uh, I have a phone that does that sort of thing for me without having to, you know, sit down and skip past Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network to, to view it. But uh, Weather Channel, very, very important part of my mornings through uh, through pretty much all my childhood. So, And I would, I, I would dare say, if you're like me, I also still watch it on occasion if there's like a big climate or a big storm event happening. Yes, yes. I'll definitely watch them and see what they got going on. Uh, but as for, you know, this is a very, in a way, a very appropriate subject matter right now because in north carolina matt for the month of february which is when we're recording this and i am not exaggerating here we've had perhaps two and a half days of sunshine and every day else has been rain or snow rain 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 and uh, according to the forecast it's going to continue that way uh, it's pretty wild but I was the same way. I mean, I did not skip past cartoons. I must certainly watch the cartoons, but uh, I, I remember because when I was a kid, we didn't have cable yet. Right. But when I got into like middle school age, somewhere around in there, we did get cable and that definitely opened up the weather channel. And I remember often like my dad flipping through the TV and just stopping there just to get the local, you know, on the eights, whatever, like you were saying, yeah. 100% remember that for sure. It's a channel that I would turn to if I wasn't looking at my local station. You know, those are the two I flip between. Would be the Weather Channel and the local. Uh, it was Channel Three here. So I think it still is, but uh, the WBTV. Uh, I would look at them because they would cover our area. Especially when you're getting some storm. We get some some severe thunderstorms here in North Carolina. Like uh, we got to deal with tornadoes and stuff. It's not fun during the summer. No, and, I'm sure it isn't. And uh, uh, so we're you know we try to keep keep on the lookout for that kind of stuff so the weather channel has been very important when it comes to that plenty of times that i've turned to it uh you know we'll get into this later when we talk about you know at the very end when we talk about where it stands in pop culture but technology has definitely changed a lot of things now for sure on how we get information including the weather uh, but you know the weather channel itself i think was very very vital you know it came in a time when i I guarantee you people are like, who's going to watch a weather channel? What are they going to talk about for 24 hours a day? Right. You know, but they said the yeah. same thing about, about uh, 24 hour news networks, news stuff like that. G4. But that's literally thing. It's like, it's all comparable. Yeah. To that It's like, it's literally, it's legitimately a, yeah. It, it's a channel dedicated towards one topic. And people think that's like extreme. People think it's, it, it's a, yeah. it was a wild progressive idea back in the eighties when it occurred. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah, for sure. And, the Weather Channel will do something now. I think they've been doing it for a while now where they'll show, like, they'll have really interesting documentaries about weather and stuff that yeah. I'll watch that are usually pretty good. So um, they're still stink, they're still uh, hanging around. But, yeah, they were they were definitely there in my childhood. Like, I remember when we first got Weather Channel, 
channel, like as weird as that is, because it's the same day that I got Nickelodeon. <laughs> you know, I was able to watch Nickelodeon and the Weather Channel. And what a day to be a child that day, to be a middle-aged kid. Uh, but yeah, uh, Weather Channel, uh, you know, it's especially waiting around. Like, like you said, I didn't have a cell phone until I was like a senior in high school or right. something like that. And even that time, they didn't I have the. Even back then, they didn't have the weather. Thing, right, right, yeah. Right. You got to wait till you got a smartphone uh, before it had, like, Yeah, didn't have internet on my phone. Yeah. yeah. I can tell you what this, what that day's weather was currently, <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> I can tell you maybe what the temperature was with my phone. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it, you know, it's we've definitely come a long way since then. But, you know, before that, you're right. The most quickest way, because your local channels were had certain set points of the day, like 5 o'clock news or whatever, until you could get your news, they wouldn't have any updates unless like severe thunderstorms were going through at that moment and they would interrupt your broadcast. But that didn't happen all the time. Uh, but the weather channel literally every 10 minutes would have your local weather. And it came in handy many a times. I definitely remember that for sure. It, it most certainly did. It, it, is somebody like, because uh, I mean, I've told you before about all the, a lot of the traveling that me and my family used to do when I was coming up. That, that was one of the cool things for me is that, you know, you can. You can see this, that like the, the local on the gates, you see it in your home, you know, you use it for getting ready for school, going out for, for anything. How are we going to dress today? And you get to travel and you see the same thing in different areas. Like to me, that was one of the coolest thing, like driving out of Disney world. You know, we teach, we take our time, two, three days to drive all the way down, stop in North Carolina. You get to see their version of the local on the eights. And it was like, it was cool because it was like, it was, it was all the same, but it was different. If that, you know, just different yeah. location. And that to me was like an exciting experience, almost like. Uh, like, oh, man, I want to I want to see the weather channel from, from every vantage point. You know, <laughs> I want to get that local on the age <laughs> from every vantage point. I need an um, all angles weather channel. <laughs> <laughs> so so that's yeah. So that's bit my my personal history with it. It was a uh, it was an important aspect of, of my childhood. Like I said, it, I, I'm terrible. I I. I could probably use the weather channel in my life a little bit more nowadays because I just do not care. I wear Crocs with six feet of snow outside <laughs> it just, and and sweater, like sweater. I don't wear jackets. My wife hates me for that. Um, <laughs> she's like, oh, my God, you never dress appropriately. I'm like, uh, I don't care. Uh, you know, <laughs> back in the day, I was yeah. a little bit more. I was better prepared because of the local on the eights. Maybe they should do a local on the eights app. I think you're I think you're maybe the same the same as me. Because I've gotten to the age now where, like, you know, if, I'm just going to wear shorts. I don't care. <laughs> you know? Yeah, 100%. I'm like, I don't know. the Who's going to judge me? Who's going to yeah. judge me? I don't if know you. Judge you. Me, I'm gonna, if you judge me, I promise you, I don't care what you think. Yeah. <laughs> and plus, I'm probably judging me way harder than that person is. Oh, so. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, 100%. So you, you get me. So, all right, everybody. That is that. That is the uh, our personal histories with the illustrious weather channel. Let's uh let's go into the uh the history of uh of that fun fun weather station. All right. So when we 
<laughs> a lot of times we do these episodes we're like oh we gotta we gotta look back at that that the person that created it right we've looked back at george lucas yeah. J.R.R. tolkien jim henson right yeah we're talking uh, about what i was about to say yeah. <laughs> we, we cover the muppets and we covered jim henson because that's who started it so i'm very excited about this who started the, the is, is it god <laughs> close enough <laughs> John damn Coleman and Frank Batten, damn it. Uh, they started the weather. <laughs> they prepared for the weather channel that uh, preparation for the weather channel went back into the uh, into the very late 70s, 79, if I'm not mistaken. They they, uh, they were meteorologists for different channels. Uh, John Coleman he was a meteorologist for WLS TV in Chicago, as well as a Good Morning America forecaster. Uh he brought the idea of bringing 24-hour nonstop weather coverage to a guy by the name of Frank Batten, who is the then executive officer of Landmark Communications. Uh, basically, who is texting me at this ungodly hour? Uh, Not the, I. <laughs> basically, I just said a foot turn up. Um, the con- their idea of it was that, you know, there wasn't anything dedicated to it. Like Johnny said, like, like you said, bud, when you were talking about your personal history, it was very rare, like, right. Local weather channels, uh, you know, every now and then, Hey, every hour, maybe you get a, you get a news update. Who knows? Maybe even a little bit longer than that. Um, we're going to, let's dedicate an entire channel to it. Uh, and I do got to acknowledge this weather channel, co- like weather coverage began like in the late fifties, as far as being on television. So, uh, that wasn't the priority of a lot of, of, of a lot of stations, which is what they wanted to change, which I actually honestly respect. Um, anyways, yeah, they came together, which, oh, which you think about, it's kind of, what you think about, it's kind of wild, right? Yeah. Like in retrospect, uh, a channel just dedicated to the weather just makes sense, you know, especially in the time before internet or anything like that. It just makes sense to me. It does. It does. And it's, it's really cemented itself. It's not going anywhere. All right, unless we do away with right. TVs, it's not going anywhere. But it may, yeah, you're right. And and if if I was alive in May, in May of 1982 when the thing launched, I'd be really really excited. Um, oh yeah, 24 hours of weather, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so uh, a major part of this network and making things happen would be, uh, you know, it, providing localized weather information to his viewers constantly, and they did it through a system. They used a, they actually came up with their own system. It's called Weather Stars, which is really neat. Uh, what star being an acronym for satellite transponder addressable receiver, which would uh, I'm going to use some big words here, but it would be installed at head ends of cable providers that that agreed to carry the channel. And uh, what they would do is every time that you know they'd have their dead set. I think one. I watched the original broadcast, and what they said was, uh, for one minute every five minutes they were going to give you a localized thing. So it was a little bit more consistent than it was with the local and the eights, which which we'll talk about eventually, but um, that's what it would do. It was, it it was kind of, uh, it was actually pretty cool. We could technically honestly run our own weather channel from my computer. That's how, that's how technology has, uh, has changed. I can, I can do this. It's basically, if anybody does streaming, uh, it's basically like an overlay. They receive the information in this, in this information gets, overlaid onto a you know onto your tv screens onto a backdrop this and that um you know this this weather star thing has changed quite a bit the very first one was you know archaic but it's weird but it's something that we have to acknowledge it's a little archaic but 
um, and actually picked up informa- any information that was put into this thing. It was it was just put into the TV. It was actually relatively uh, it, it made things a lot more simpler than you would think about. Uh, they've had quite a few different weather stars. Uh, the four, let's see, the weather star 4000. <laughs> it sounds like some kind of cartoon. Like yeah, thing. Like. Weather Star 4000. Uh, it was made up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really does. Um, each one added something to it. So the Weather Star 4000 was the first one it do. It was first one cable doing graphics, displaying graphics. So instead of the, if you watch the early days of the local on the gates, it was a it was just text over a blue screen. Now with the advancement of this stuff. It could do it over images. You can start doing, um, uh, eventually you could start doing like the, the little lightning effect, like a, the little thunder and lightning effect, which I always found very cool. But each one added something uh, to the game of, of talking about weather. So, um, but it was launched. It was officially launched on May 2nd, 1982. And I actually, the, the actual very first hour of the weather channel is on YouTube. I watched it. I watched it yesterday. It was pretty cool because I've been I've been around for almost 30 years. I don't think I've ever there's been a lot of channels that have come out of nowhere, you know, just debuted. I never like never seen like the debut of a, a new channel, a new TV channel. It was pretty crazy. They had like a, a 20, 30 minute press conference and they just uh, and they started showing off what they can do. They flipped this the weather star switch and then they just went to work and uh yeah, it was really cool. They've had a variety of slogans over the years. They, they've they just changed, you know, what, how their uh, coverage is presented from June 18, 1986 to March 1991. Their slogan was, you need us, the weather channel, for everything you do. And they started becoming uh, just a little bit more thorough. They started having news anchors and, and stuff where, where other occasions it was, you know, for some people, it was just a lot of graphics, a lot of graphic stuff. Uh, developed, uh, quite, I mean, quite a bit, considerably over the years. Every every so often, they'd add something, uh, you know, documentaries, which is something that's big now. And mo- they they did movies for for a little while. They've just always added stuff to to kind of just be as in depth as they possibly can. Uh, back in the like the big thing that like really gets me excited gets me gets me moist is the uh (laughs) is that local on the eights right this is what we this is kind of the big the big thing it was this uh it was like their signature right you're getting you're getting weather five right five or six times an hour i think it'd be six five whatever five or six times an hour uh, and that was, I mean, that started off in early 1980s, but it really became the local on the eights in the, in, uh, in 1995. That's when that all, uh, became a thing. They play, like they play, you know, sweet, smooth jazz music. The, the, the graphics looked better. It looked a lot more professional and, uh, it, it added some excitement. I don't know about you, but I listened to their smooth jazz album and or it's a, <laughs> And some of and some of the music that they played while doing the local on the eights, it didn't quite hit the same. It didn't quite hit the same. Um, I can just imagine, like if a pro wrestler had a Weather Channel gimmick and that was their entrance music. I'm just considering how it. You'd be. I'm considering it. I was watching. Come no. back. <laughs> I, I was watching the. Uh, they have a, a, a 
a history of the local on the age. There's actually a website that has all these video clips too, but uh, one of the ones from 1982, they played a song called uh, Do You Feel the Way That I Do by the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band. All right. Oh, I haven't heard about that band <laughs> in a long time. All right. <laughs> it's vintage. Um, oh, yeah. It's definitely vintage. We, uh, I listened to it and it just, it did not give me the same vibe. I listened to it separately and I watched on the local on the eights just did not give me the same vibe. Uh, it didn't sound as muffled and crappy and, and there, I wasn't getting any weather information when I just listened to it off, you know, Apple music. So, uh, it, it, it did add some extra cool emphasis to, uh, you know, to those weather broadcasts, uh, yeah, so I mean, it, really, the Weather Channel—it's just been constantly, constantly evolving. It—it's—it's it's been it's just trying to outdo itself, like any good creative product, uh, entertainment property really does. It, you know, uh, their storm coverage is like top notch. Yeah, uh, they—I think they named their own. There's actually like a, a little bit of a controversy, but they—they they named their own storms, which. That's a fun, fun business to get That's into. That's pretty ballsy, right? Right. <laughs> That's Trop- ballsy, man. Tropical Storm Bob. You know, <laughs> <laughs> when, do you t- when do you tell a tropical storm that you, you know, what his name is? You know, like, yeah, <laughs> his or her name is. But uh, yeah, and I would, I would dare say they're, they're iconic for like their hurricane coverage, right? They are. That, that, cause they always have like, I can't think of his name, but that one guy they always send out. To all these hurricanes when they're hitting the coast and uh there's just very famous videos of him like trying to stay still as the wind's blowing him and he's having a hard time but in the background these people are just lollygagging walking by you see you, <laughs> you know? see that did you you caught that yeah <laughs> yeah that was Million like two times. or three years ago yeah, yeah he's he's like trying to he's, he's like trying to moonwalk in slow motion and every and these people in the background just walk by and they're looking at him it's the funniest thing <laughs> but <laughs> not a good look. It, it, it's oh it's hilarious not not a great look but um uh you know for for the weather channel but uh that, that's been their thing like I, I remember when hurricane katrina hit and all these other big time weather things you're just kind of glued to the tv and watching the weather channel and uh yeah and seeing the effects and it's it's honestly it's very it, Simple, you know, in a serious note, it's it's very amazing to see kind of what Mother Nature has to offer. Um, a lot of people, oh, well, yeah, live in she's you know, unde- she's undefeated, man. She's yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's just no beating her. Uh, it's honestly really, really amazing. You know, a lot of people don't don't haven't seen all sorts of types of weather. A lot of people live in their little, you know, their little location. Uh, however it may be and they've never well, seen certain types of weather and it, it makes you right. almost uh, appreciate what mother nature has to offer as well i think that's basically i mean look at I'm, look at texas look at texas just this month yeah you know they're, they are most certainly not used to getting any sort of snowfall or winter weather of that variety no and it basically shut the state down for a bit because they're just not used to it and that's just because of the area that they live in it's not something that's common now our, our good friend andrew uh lands you us let's talk about no politics okay i know we reference him every show but uh he lived in niagara falls in binghamton new york and then he he's living down in texas now and everybody's like scared you know everybody's scared down there the snow and to him it was just another day yeah. <laughs> right it was just like we're used to this but this is this is the I mean, thing. something with just yeah. temperatures too right yeah like uh you know i know people who are who are from florida uh you know if it gets like in the 
50s that's cold to them right that's super cold to them yes but like here that's i'm like oh that's that's 50 that's fine you can get you can get around that that's the yeah big <laughs> for sure for sure it, like yeah and this this does that you know uh when i went down to florida like it never snows down in florida which is like it was a crazy concept to me when i first went down there the rain it, unless there's a big storm coming the rain doesn't last very long typically right yeah but it's all the time like it just rains like every like once a day it seems <laughs> <laughs> It's but it like, but it lasts, but it lasts like ten minutes at most. Right, right, yeah. It, it, it's not. I mean, I've been to Disney, and it's rained for. You know, we get storms here out here that last all day long. Sometimes we've done yeah. that before up here in, in in the Northeast, but down south, yeah, you're right. But like a a three to four minute rainstorm was like, really, this is the life down here. Uh, that's the cool thing about all of this is that it definitely makes you appreciate. You know, appreciate. Weather, seeing things firsthand. Uh, there's sometimes for me, like I'll flip on the Weather Channel. It's one of my like go to sleep stations where I, where I put it on. And I just kind of fall asleep yeah. to. It's a smooth jazz. Yeah, it's the smooth jazz. It's beautiful, man. Just uh, <laughs> oh, really, really puts me in the mood. Let yeah. me say that. But <laughs> it's a, is it aphrodisiac? <laughs> <laughs> that's jazz. that weather channel smooth jazz really gets me all gets my mood <laughs> <running>. <laughs> it does it's it's oh it's amazing yeah. it's amazing I, i've had a new appreciation appreciation for jazz music with all this you fun. hear that ladies uh, if you want to get me in the mood just play some weather channel smooth jazz <laughs> and it's about to get on <laughs> man next time i go to a strip club <laughs> <laughs> And coming up to the stage, it's Monday. <laughs> She's just stripping to that. Here is your local on the eights. Uh, no, I'm not kidding. I would watch that. That, I, that would make the best strip I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm here for it. Uh, that's the, that's the power of the Weather Channel. That's that's why this. I think this thing is so amazing to me. Is that. You know, like we talked about also before, like your G4s, like your uh, like your news networks, like, you know, there's so many like there's so many TV stations dedicated towards one little niche. And the Weather Channel was revolutionary for its time. And and obviously it's found its footing. You know, it, it's it's been around for almost Jesus, 40 years now that uh, the Weather Channel is uh, is been in existence, helping people, providing, you know, round the clock coverage. There's so much more. There's so many big words and stuff that I don't care about. I'm not going to read them to you guys, uh, you know, about <laughs> people buying the Weather Channel and, you know, this, that. I'm sure Disney's going to buy it at some point. But um, but <laughs> it's shock they haven't already. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, weather on the ice. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but that is the what... playing some smooth jazz and, <laughs> and he starts stripping. <laughs> Gosh, we got thunderstorms coming in the area. <laughs> uh, but that is, uh, I mean, that is, that is the Weather Channel in a nutshell. That is well, the Weather. If the Weather Channel, you know, recently in NFL they had a Nickelodeon game. What if they had like, what if like a Weather Channel game, brother? <laughs> <laughs> I would be so excited for that. I really would. Just playing that smooth jazz during every replay. <laughs> <laughs> you're giving me ideas you're giving me ideas i'm gonna have to uh i'm gonna have to address them i'm gonna lose my mind but 
there it is, everybody. That is the history of the Weather Channel in a nutshell. Just uh, again, just just changing, revolutionizing the business, and you know, every uh, just adapting, basically, uh, to to people's needs. And one of the most consistent things, you know, for for weather viewing that there was before the debut of of the smartphone really took the power away from it. But on that note, let us go into Matt Stats. Right now, it's your local forecast on the Weather Channel. All righty, everybody. Weather is fun. <laughs> Let's start off with that. <laughs> what there's there's been yeah, it's fascinating at the very least. At, at the very least, uh, I'm sure there's a lot of people. What? Everybody, that's why kind of why we did this episode too, because everybody in their life has dealt with weather at least yeah. once. Yes, yes, <laughs> at least once uh, for the most part. So, as of uh, some stats here, as of September of 2018, the Weather Channel was received by approximately 79.13 households, which is uh, which is you know still impressive in this day and age that it's still you know received, viewed, uh, you know with the with the is that like a million? Yes, seventy nine point okay. thirteen million. Okay, because you just said seventy nine point thirteen. I was like, oh, I did. Okay, yeah, seventy eight houses, seventy nine houses. <laughs> That's it. That's all they got. Uh, yeah, just seventy, almost eighty houses. That's it. <laughs> seventy. Yeah. How do you do seventy nine point thirteen houses? It's like a quarter of a house, uh, almost. Yeah. <laughs> One house is like a, just has like a small part of a TV show in it. <laughs> So, yeah, 79.13 million households. Excuse me. Thank you, Johnny, for clarifying that. Uh, let's see. There's, I mean, it, it, we can, it just kept growing and growing and growing. The more that they adapted, the more that networks wanted to pick it up. Obviously, there, there's always, uh, I think they've reached, like, the pinnacle. Like, I don't think, you know, there, there's a lot of, like, TV station, TV carriers that, you know, have to pick up Weather Channel. Your spectrums, Time Warner's, Verizon, all this stuff, DirecTV. Everybody's pretty much it who's going to get it probably has it, unless there's some kind of new uh, provider. That's how important this is. So it, it's just it's constantly grown throughout its years uh, of being around. And uh, I mean, that's really it for the for the weather channel aspect. Now we want to look at some really interesting things for as far as weather goes. Uh, now some of the I'm try we're trying not to coincide because Johnny's did you knows. Uh, Johnny has some really cool did you knows. I have some you know weather, you know temperatures and all sorts of wild and, and crazy stuff. So we'll try and keep it uh, as different as we possibly can. But here we go. So uh, some of the hottest records. The United States actually holds a record for the hottest day ever recorded in uh, in, in world history, at least since you know weather's been recorded, documented, documented. Yeah. Uh, July. 10th 1913 furnace creek in death valley california 134 degrees fahrenheit that is the uh that's the hottest day ever recorded uh if you want to go if we i mean we have some listeners maybe from other countries we can read off i'll read off some of those uh boom tunisia has the hottest in africa 131 degrees recorded on july 7th 1931 asia the hottest uh day in asia or was uh in israel June 12, 21st, 1942, uh, 129 degrees Fahrenheit. 
Uh, in Europe, Greece had uh, one of the hottest days. Athens in Greece, July 10th, 1977, 118.4 degrees. I could not imagine. That is warm. That's a little. Oceania, Australia's had the hottest day there. In uh, Udnadada, South Australia, January 2nd, 1960, 123.3 degrees. South America, uh, Rivadavia, Salta Province, December 11th, 1905, 120 degrees Fahrenheit there. That is in, our, yeah, that's in Argentina. A lot of very hot days from a long time ago. It's been a while since we have had, have yeah. had record heat, which is good. I can't stand it when it gets into the 90s. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm a fat pig. And I just, I just, <laughs> you know what I mean? I can't do all that. I, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, like, I sweat easy. And if I walk outside, and it's 90 plus degrees. I'm just getting sweat in areas that I don't want to have to clean later. Yep. You know, <laughs> yep. set up the bait. Just go lay in the baby pool or whatever. Just get a baby yeah. pool and just sit there all day. I will do it. And a nice cold drink and just float there. Mm-hmm. That's the <laughs> light. Some smooth jazz. <laughs> um, let's see. There's here's one for you. Most consecutive days above 100 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, 160 days of that in Marble Bar, Western Australia. Uh, that occurred from October 31st, 1923 to April 7th, 1924. That's uh, That sounds just like pure hell to me. Miserable. It is Australia. Yeah. Have you seen the animals there? All right. It's yeah. <laughs> literally Australia is the one continent that I feel I have a lot in common with, but also I wouldn't survive there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I second that notion. I know exactly what you're talking about. Most consecutive days above 120 degrees Fahrenheit, 43 days in Death Valley, California, from July 6th through August 17th, 1917. Well, I mean, it's named pro- appropriately. Yeah. You know, that would make sense to me. I'm not, I'm already knowing I'm not going to move to a place called Death Valley. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's another very good point. Uh, let's see. Highest overnight low temperature ever recorded was at uh, was in Oman on June seventeenth, twenty seventeen, one hundred and six, one hundred eleven point six degrees Fahrenheit overnight. No, thank that, you. Well. No, thank you. I'm good on that. Uh, highest temperature during rain, one hundred and nineteen degrees uh, Fahrenheit in Imperial, California. So it's a very warm rain. Rain just Probably steaming. Must be. <laughs> That probably feels really yeah. good, though. I, I like I, I like being out in the rain. And I'm sure, like, oh, it might if feel good. If it's a hot day and it starts raining, that's always a great feeling. Oh, yeah. for sure. For sure. Uh, so that's the high record stuff. Let's take a look at some of the coldest. Morocco has the coldest uh, day in African history. Uh, February 11th, 1935, they pulled in a negative 11-degree day, which is uh, – Pretty crazy. I don't think that's that's not South Af- like South Africa, is it? No, Morocco is like up toward the northern part. Yeah, it is. It's yeah, yeah. it's right by France. So that's like equator like. That's very crazy. Yeah. Uh Antarctica, pretty cold. Uh <laughs> it's pretty cold there year round. <laughs> <laughs> we're, uh, we're really good with this weather stuff. <laughs> oh, we're fantastic. We're fantastic. Negative 128.6 degrees Fahrenheit recorded at Vostok Station in July 21st, 1983. Uh in Asia, the coldest day ever recorded was 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 uh Sharak, Sharak in Afghanistan 
Uh, January 1964, negative 62 degrees. Wow. That's cold. That's that's yeah, that's that's chilly. Uh, Let's see. Lowest recorded temperature in Europe was uh, European Russia. All right. That's very east uh, in the Komi Republic on December 31st, 1978, negative 72.6 degrees. In Soviet Russia, it freezes you. <laughs> when I think Russia, I just think it's cold all the time anyway. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of look. Yeah, it just it just comes naturally. Um, I'm not just talking about the about the leadership. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. That's a shot. Shots fired. Uh, oh, yeah. They care what I say. <laughs> they're listening right now. Uh, in North yeah. America, the very the, the coldest day ever recorded uh was in Greenland, December 22nd, 1991, negative 93.3 degrees. Here's one for you. This is interesting. Uh, I didn't, I didn't literally, even think literally, if I was in an area in the United States and it got that cold, my penis would shrink inside of me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'd have to I'd have to hunt for it just to urinate. Just That's how in, cold that would just be. Just pee in ice cubes and stuff. Oh, I'll be painful. I'm just peeing my pants to warm myself up. That's what <laughs> I'm doing. And then freeze yourself eventually. This is what I didn't even think about while looking at this. All right. The coldest day for Antigua and Barbuda. All right. These are like uh, tropical islands and stuff. Yeah. 61 degrees. I thought that was kind of interesting, too. It's never gotten lower than 61 degrees in Antigua and Barbuda. Uh, That was September or December 31st, 1974. And uh, for Barbuda, January 28th, 1976. So found that kind of cool. Uh, coldest day ever recorded for South America was Argentina on June 1st, 1907, negative 27 degrees. Curacao, their coldest day was 66 degrees. That's cool. And Oceania. Uh, New Zealand had the coldest day there, negative 14.1 degrees Fahrenheit on July 18th, 1903. Uh, here's, here's some other some records. Coldest summer, uh, month of July in the Northern Hemisphere was negative uh, 27.4 degrees Fahrenheit in Summit Camp, Greenland, on July uh, July 4th, 2017. That is cold. That is very, very cold. Uh, let's see. There's a lot of other stuff. Precipitation, you know, uh, mo- here's one. Most snow in a 24-hour period, 90.6 inches of snow on Mount Ibuki, uh, Japan, on February 14th, 1927. Uh, wow. Most snow in a calendar month, 390 inches in Tamarack, California, January 1911. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Most rain in one hour, 12 inches in Holt, Missouri. Uh, most uh, 12. They, they really break this down uh, as far as all that goes. I'm not going to go through every single one, but. Uh, there's very, very, there's a lot, there's a lot to weather. There's a lot to weather. It's, it's kind of fun thing to get into, uh, basically is what I'm getting at. You know, I, I'll sit in, in my nice cozy home and I'll, I'll watch, I'll sit there and watch like weather events happening. And it's kind of, it's, it's weird because it, as, as bad as it seems, it's, it's comforting to be in your home watching some of this stuff. It, it, it sounds bad, but it's, it's, it's honestly, it's, 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 it's like a spectacle. Um, it's kind of yeah. watch like, like it's one of those bad things that's amazing to watch. But um on that note, let's head on over to Johnny's Did You Know? 
So for my Did You Know, we're going to talk about some strange, odd weather. Uh, this is kind of my area of expertise, I like to say, since uh, if you don't know, I'm on a show called History Creeps, and I feel like this is kind of related in a way. Here's some strange, odd things, weather-related, that I wanted to talk about. 1972 is the year we're going back to, Matt, in Loma, Montana. On 9 a.m. on that in that year, it was... 54 degrees negative. It was negative 54 degrees Fahrenheit. By 8 a.m. the next day, it was 49 degrees Fahrenheit. That makes it a 103 degree temperature rise in 24 hours. I don't even know what to say. Holy. (laughs) Could you imagine? No. (laughs) I mean, I'd be in shorts throughout the entire shorts and Crocs the entire occasion, but. um, Yeah. Yeah. That's negative. 100 <laughs> degrees. That's like me in the car during winter time where I turn yeah. the heat up all the way. And then I'm like, ooh, I'm too warm. And I told, I turn it down. I yeah. feel like that's the yeah. equivalent of it. But that's, uh, oh, my God. I don't even, I couldn't even imagine being around for that. Well, let's go another step further. Let's go to uh, Smithport, Pennsylvania, July 18th, 1942. In 18 hours, Matt, over 34 inches of rain fell. 34 inches of rain in 18 hours. Jesus. In one poor small area. That's, I couldn't even, we're getting a lot of rain here, like I said before, and I couldn't even imagine that. Do you guys have a, like, you guys have a drainage system down there? Cause I heard that's a big problem down south is that like, uh, uh, like the, like the what, like storm drains and stuff like that. Do you have all that down there? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. you also got to realize I'm, uh, kind of towards the mountains and the more country type area here. Okay. Where I'm at, so we do have that in the city areas and stuff, but not as I mean, prominent. We, okay. Yeah, I mean we have. I mean, of course, everywhere has ditches and stuff, but uh, yeah, it's uh, we do get flooding if that's what you're trying to get. Yeah. Yeah. We, happen every- okay. Yeah. Um, it's actually rain. I mean, you, I think people always hear this when you're looking at these uh, weird weather things, like the different odd stuff that fell from the sky, right? You know, it's, it rained. You know, like recently in Florida, it rained iguanas, frozen iguanas, uh, in like 2017, somewhere around in there. How do you uh, react you if know. you're an iguana? You're just getting tossed. You're just getting rained. Like <laughs> yeah, this poor. That's who I felt bad for. But apparently, most of them survived, and when they when they thawed out, they just walked off like nothing was wrong. <laughs> Which to me is even creepier. <laughs> but actually, throughout our history, numerous times it's rained frogs and fish. Those are things that get rain. It rains actually. Actually, quite often, and that's because, you know, when you get a tornado in the ocean or in the water, they're called water spouts, and those will just uh, kick up all these fish or these frogs. And just I've seen one before. On those poor things. I've seen one before. It they're, was amazing. Yeah, they're wild, right? Outer bank. When I uh, went on vacation, Outer Banks, I seen one of those come up. It was it. It was like, it couldn't have been more than fit like less than fifty miles away from where we were staying at on the beach. It was. Uh, it was a cool one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Yeah, cool slash scary. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's the only thing scarier than a water spout, if you're near it, would be like a, a, a fire tornado, which are real things, uh, by the way. Uh, that I couldn't even imagine. Um, one of those was recently in California, by the way. There was a fire tornado. But yeah, so uh, throughout our history, plenty of times, it's not actually an uncommon thing for frogs or fish to fall from the sky because of that. In 1969, South Carolina, this is my favorite thing that I, that I uh, found doing this research there was a factory there that made 
non-dairy creamer for coffee. It had a malfunctioning uh, in its uh, vent system. And this led to the powder mixture that they were making to actually get uh, baked into the air, like it went out into the air. Hmm. This mixed with rain that was falling, and it caused like the poor area of Chester, South Carolina, to get rained with a weird, odd, gloopy mess. It was like mixed with the rain and was trying to turn into like a coffee. <laughs> Just fall up from the sky. <laughs> uh, and that's not the only time like a weird gloops and stuff have fallen from the sky. There's some very famous cases. Uh, where this would some of this uh, you know this one's easy to solve because of this factory they actually got fined a lot of money for it and that kind of stuff because they kind of let it happen uh, and it's not good for the environment obviously but in no. uh, other times they don't know what's caused these things these uh, gelopulous um, that's a word i just made up messes and you know and the, there's one famous case i wish i could remember i should have looked this up before i started talking about it but there's a very famous case where uh this this mess fell on a town this weird goo just fell like it rained from the sky overnight. And when people touched it, it made them sick. So, uh, yeah. And it actually killed some pets. I believe, oh, no. I and they never found out really what it was or where it came from. Wow. All right. So uh, let's go to April 3rd, 1974. You know, uh, especially here in Tornado Alley, which unfortunately North Carolina is kind of a part of. I know it goes through, uh, you know, Oklahoma and all these areas. Uh, where tornadoes during the summer are, are really frequent. Um, the highest, the strongest tornadoes are called F5 tornadoes. That means that's the strongest tornado that there can be. Yeah, that doesn't, you don't go past that. It's the top notch. But they're actually rare. You don't see them very often. And in fact, just barely over, I think the article I was reading was like a 2018 article, and just over 100 of those have actually ever been recorded. Uh, oh, so wow. they're not, thankfully, they're not super common. But yeah. However, on April 3rd, 1974, seven of those happened, which in itself is unusual. On a well, single day? In, on a single day. And what's even worse, though, uh, this includes two that hit one small town in Alabama within 30 minutes of each other. So they had one hit, and then 30 minutes later, they couldn't even rest because there, here comes another. Oh, God. That's terrible. And now let's go. Let's finish this off with uh, – June 15th, 1960, we're going to uh, Corporal or Corporal, Texas uh, in the morning on that day in this uh, peaceful town in Texas, which I, where I always think it's always hot. I've been to San Antonio, Matt, and while I did love that city, uh, it was in summer and it was uh, oppressively hot. Uh, <laughs> <I bet. laughs> but, uh, but it was a lot of it, but I really liked the city. So uh, in the morning, it was 70 degrees. In three hours, it reached 100 degrees and it got so hot so quickly that the actual corn this place was known for the corn was actually cooking on the stalks it was actually cooking and popping on the stalks and even worse the cattle and all a lot of the livestock just died because i couldn't take it wow. it's such a high uh, and they said even uh one of the rumors going around was that like it was it reached 140 for like an hour is what they tried to say. That's one of the rumors that went around. Uh, and it's just, uh, it's called a heat. It's called like a heat burst or something. They're not, they're not something that happens a lot, but they do happen. And uh, obviously they have pretty terrible consequences because, uh, you know, it's just, you're just not built to handle that kind of thing. <laughs> no, that's terrifying. Where was that yeah. at again? 
That was in Texas, uh, uh, Copperell. I feel like I'm saying it wrong, but K O P P E R L, Texas. Yeah. Oh man, I couldn't even imagine. Couldn't imagine having to deal with something like that. It's, uh. like I said, I just don't like being uncomfortable. (laughs) Right. So I can't imagine that. No, Uh, absolutely. I'm very set in my ways when it comes to temperature. Uh, But that's all for Johnny's Did You Know? Matt, it's time for us to get into where does the Weather Channel stand in today's pop culture. Currently in our area, 78 degrees under partly cloudy skies. Our local Doppler radar. All right, so yes, the Weather Channel. We're talking about it to this day. It's almost forty years, you know, forty years old. We, you know, we're not talking about QVC here, guys. We're talking about, uh, we're, we're talking about the Weather Channel. It's still around. It's still going strong, and you know, it's it. And like I said, the reason why we did this episode was because a lot of people, if not everybody uh at least in the continental united states used it because that's what they've uh they are fixated in the in just in north america so um you know this was it i think it's it's you don't have apps that have like 24 hour phone you know weather analysis and stuff without things like the weather channel because if people don't i mean people care about the weather but if there's not a, uh, if there's not a desire to, to kind of know what's going on at, at, at very frequent intervals, uh, we don't have 20. I don't think we have 24 hour weather apps and stuff like that. Uh, I also feel like stations like the Weather Channel have helped carve out opportunities for other channels, you know, to, to kind of do things that people wouldn't normally think. And you got to think too back, like television back in the 1980s. It was, you know, I'm not, I didn't live throughout that era, but, um, you know, it wasn't, there wasn't millions upon millions of channels. So if you're going to do something like this, this was like really, really drastic. TV stations were news, sports, movies, uh, you know, regular TV shows, stuff like that. It wasn't the wide range that we have nowadays, where I feel like if the Weather Channel came out today, it would fit in very, very naturally. Uh, it, coming out in 1982 when it did was groundbreaking and definitely paved the way for uh like i said you could do a channel on just about anything i feel like nowadays and get away with it and i think the weather channel played a big part in that so um but it's really cool they've they've always adapted you know it's the weather channel how could they possibly adapt they've adapted like any creative entity and making their channel as relevant as they possibly can be they've done you know like i said they've done movie nights and and uh, and other stuff like that. They've they've changed, uh, you know, they've changed with the times, which is which is important. But um, lasting effect on pop culture, it, it it did bring a special attention and uh, on weather bro- forecasts that people just did not specialize in really much before. Now, now the, the, the the there was no importance stressed on it on, on weather news. So yeah, I think all these apps that we take for granted on our phone now are you know should be grateful to the weather channel for their existence and that's including the weather channel's own app because they have their own app too of course and uh you know that's you know i think weather channel is kind of one of those things we've taken for granted because i didn't even realize it had been around well before i was even born and and it has like it's been around even before i was born 
and that's pretty incredible. It's it's kind of that uh, it's kind of that friend that you don't that you kind of forget about until you need them, you know. And that's the Weather Channel, uh, you know. It's that it's that buddy that you're like, oh man, I wonder how you know. You never think about like how you know Tim's doing uh, until you're like, oh man, I, Tim knows that so and so they can help me out here, and then like, oh, then you go, oh yeah, I know uh, Tim. How you doing? You know. <laughs> that's kind of how the weather channel is we just and i'm just as guilty of this as anybody else where you know i don't think about them until oh man there's a big storm coming i'm gonna check out the weather channel right you know? and that's, that's kind of where they're at now but but they're smart enough like you were saying matt to uh grow with the times and not just kind of be stuck in their ways gamestop please uh, look at this example and uh you know they were like hey we're gonna get into the app game we're gonna get into the smartphone game and they're heavy influencers on that. So they're, they're, uh, to me, they're always ahead of the curve. They're always trying new technology when it comes to the weather too. Uh, so they're very, very important, you know, cause we still, despite all the knowledge that we do have of weather, uh, it still can be an unpredictable mistress as they say. Yeah. And uh, it's good to have a channel there that can kind of, you know, give us an idea of what's happening. So uh, weather channel, I think will always be there and, I think it'll always actually have a channel. I don't ever foresee that channel going away. But uh, I think as more and more as we go along, it's going to be way more than even now of us just looking on our phones for what the weather is. That's thanks to the Weather Channel. They kind of led us that way. They certainly did. They certainly did. So that is the Weather Channel, everybody. And uh, in under an hour, maybe, something like that. Pretty close to that duration. Uh, That is the history of the Weather Channel. We hope you did appreciate this. Johnny, what do we have planned for in two weeks? Matt, I'm glad you asked because, you know, I I raised a barn on Monday and soon I'll raise another. And I'm doing this because uh, in two weeks, we're going to discuss the life and career of Weird Al Yankovic. Oh, oh. <laughs> very excited. So one, of my, excited. one of my all time favorites is Weird Al. I am stoked to talk about him. I've always wanted to talk about him on this show. So stay tuned for that if you're a Weird Al fan. Uh, We're going to be having a lot of fun uh, because that dude just rules. (laughs) Oh, man, I am so excited. Yeah, this is going to be a good time. It's going to be a good time. There it is, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to this week's, this, uh, this episode of Retro Pop. We'll talk to you in two weeks for a little Weird Al Yankovic action. Take care. We got to call this thing. Tighten up. Come here. All right, guys. Here's the situation. Two minutes left. Zero timeouts. Down by a touchdown. We got to drive 75 yards. All right. We could do this thing. I believe in each and every one of you. But real quick, did you guys know that the Two Point Conversation podcast runs five days a week, Monday through Friday, with various co-hosts and different themes every day? And then you can listen to them on BICBP-radio.com, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. So what's the play? Just, all right, just, come on, hurry up. Get to the line and just run, and I will get it to somebody, all right? Come on, on three. Ready, set, 
Mother. Delay of game. Offense.